Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Los Angeles has two problems, powerful air pollution and a powerful enemy in Washington. Today on Parse Per Billion, we hear from the guy whose job it is to clear the air in L.A., and he explains why his state's fight with the feds is making him really nervous. Hello once again, and welcome back to Parse Per Billion, the podcast from Bloomberg Environment. As always, I'm your host, David Schultz. Los Angeles is known for a lot of things, some good, some bad, and one of those bad things is smog. The city's air quality, or lack thereof, is pretty legendary, and that means Phil Fine has a really hard job. Fine is in charge of planning and regulation for the South Coast Air Quality Management District. This is the state agency in charge of air quality for the entire greater LA region, from Santa Clarita to Santa Ana, and from San Bernardino all the way to the ocean. Fine's job is to come up with rules that govern anything that emits air pollution in the region. And he divides those things up into two broad categories. At the local level, we regulate stationary sources. These are the power plants, the refineries, all the way down to your corner gas station or your hot water heater. Uh, and at the state level, using whatever their authority they have on mobile sources. So it's a whole and series we, and of measures. Say, just, just, sorry, just to clarify, uh, mobile sources, uh, I guess that's air pollution jargon for cars and trucks, right? Uh, more than cars and trucks. It's basically everything that moves. So it's cars and trucks, but it's also buses, trains, planes, ships, uh, construct- and an off-road equipment like uh, construction equipment, uh, cargo handling equipment, anything that moves, anything on wheels, essentially. Or on water, I guess. Or on water. Yes, that's true. So as we all know, LA's air quality is, well, not good. There's the basic geography of the region. It's a basin surrounded by mountains that trap all the air in and let it get baked by the hot California sun. There's also the way the city's laid out. It's enormous, and you basically need a car to get pretty much anywhere. To the layperson, it might be hard to understand how, you know, L.A. still has among the worst air quality in the nation. At the same time, it has the strictest air quality controls and regulations in the nation. Those things seem contradictory, but they're actually not. But one of the biggest sources of air pollution in the region is something that a lot of people don't really think about that much. L.A. has two of the biggest ports in the world. If you live in the U.S. and order something online, there's a good chance it passes through L.A., and there's an even better chance that the ships, trains, and trucks that brought it to you spewed pollution. So the entire country uh, is benefiting from all the goods that are coming through our area, uh, mostly imports are from Asia, 
and we bear the brunt here of the emissions from all that diesel equipment that is used to move those goods uh, through our area. So what can FINE do about this? Well, not a whole lot. You're responsible for the air quality in the L.A. region. I mean, you're talking about the international shipping economy with goods coming in from all over the world. I mean, that's not really I would imagine that's not something you can really regulate. No. As a local air quality agency, we have very little control over those mobile sources. Uh, the California Air Resources Board at the state level has some control over in-state trucks and standards, but the trains, the ships, uh, and the aircraft uh, are controlled primarily by the federal government and by international uh, organizations. So we have very little, if any, control over those sources. And that's why the state's recent fight with the Trump administration is so troubling for fine. Last month, the EPA made headlines when it sent California a letter saying it hadn't finalized dozens of legally required air pollution plans and that if it didn't get its act together here, the feds might withhold some highway funding as punishment. Fine says the EPA was skewing the numbers here to make the state look bad, part of a long-running political battle between the Trump administration and the state. But, he says, if the EPA really wants to help improve air quality in the Golden State, it could enact nationwide regulations that get at the pollution sources that are outside of fines authority. If you look at the sources under local and state control, those emissions have been reduced between 50 and 80 percent over the last few decades. But when you look at the sources under federal control, it's either flat or increasing over the past few decades. And it's becoming the number one source. So it's ridiculous that, you know, the current administration would imply that California isn't doing what it takes to clean the air when we're doing everything under our authority and the federal government is doing nothing. We asked the EPA if it wanted to come on the podcast and respond to this, but they didn't get back to us in time. Ultimately, Fine seems kind of resigned to the fact that he needs a good relationship with the feds. But as of right now, there's not much he can do to improve this relationship. He says he's just going to keep trying to push the EPA both in private and in public. We're going to continue to do our job on stationary sources. The state's going to do their job on the sources under their authority, but we can't get there without the federal government stepping up. So the strategy is to continue the hard push towards making sure the federal government does their fair share. Uh, that's why th these letters might get in the way, but it is also an opportunity to talk to people like you <laughs> that may not realize the predicament that California is in and how the federal government has not stepped up. That was Philip Fine, Deputy Executive Officer of the South Coast Air Quality Management District, speaking to us from Los Angeles, California. For more of our reporting on air pollution and on the Golden State, visit our website at news.bloombergenvironment.com. That website is news.bloombergenvironment.com. And if you want to chat with us on social media, use the hashtag parts per B. It's fun. Give it a try. This episode was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs and Marissa Horn. The music for today's episode is A Message by Jazar. It was used under a Creative Commons license. Thank you for listening. Hey, I'm Adam Allington. I'm the host of a new show from Bloomberg Environment called The Business of Bees. Here's what you need to know about it. We travel around the country talking to people at every corner of the honeybee ecosystem. This is the largest managed pollination event on Earth. 
In fact, commercial beekeeping is more important to farming than ever before. But bees are also under threat from pesticides and invasive pests and mysterious diseases. It's sort of like Christmas when you go to the hive in December and you open the lid. You just hope somebody's home. If you're interested in bees too, I think you might like the show. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.